Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. Now, I know that you clicked on this video because it said fast weight loss and how sexy that sounds. Yes, I'm going to get this thing tomorrow. But now that I've reeled you in, let me shoot you straight and say that the slower you go, the faster you get there. And as quickly as you get something is as quickly as you lose it. So let's slow down. Let's take the low and slow approach and let's follow the wisdom of the sculptor. The sculptor is cracking at the rock time and time and time again. And he gets to the 99th hit on the rock. He's trying to crack the sculpture. It's not cracking. He gets to hit 99 and he says, I'm quitting. This doesn't work. And he does one more hit. And on hit 100, the rock cracks. It wasn't the 100th hit that cracked the sculpture. It was the 99 that came before it. This is looping in the Japanese philosophy of Kaizen, that small incremental changes when made consistently produce a major impact over the course of time. So the habits that I'm going to be sharing with you today, when implemented consistently, will produce a major impact for you with your weight loss efforts. If you are one of my Slim on Starch clients, you know that we're playing the long game here and we are forming a sustainable relationship with food and a groove and a routine with food that you can stick to for the rest of your life. If you want fast weight loss by tomorrow, I might not be the person for you. If you want to sustainably release weight and keep it off for the rest of your life and really feel like you've got this when it comes to food, you have your groove, you're on autopilot with food and it's floating in the background, then I'm Healthy Emmy and I am the gal for ya. The way that I've structured this video is going to be starting at the beginning of the day, working our way to the end of the day, and I'm going to be giving you a tip for each part of the day. And stick around to the end of the video because I have a surprise for you. I have a little gift for you for watching the entire video. Starting out with breakfast, maybe you're having the protein pancakes from the Healthy Families Cookbook, maybe you're having the French toast casserole from the Healthy Families Cookbook, or maybe you're treating yourself to the cinnamon rolls from the Healthy Desserts Cookbook, or you're being very responsible and having the everyday oatmeal from Healthy Mummies Cookbook. Whatever it is that you're having, please make sure of two things. Number one, you are waiting to eat until you get a hunger cue. Wait until you're actually hungry. So often we eat habitually. We eat because the clock tells us to. But if it were a clockless world, would you be eating? What signal has your body sent you that it's time to eat? Are you relying on internal cues to eat or are you relying on external cues to eat? External cues to eat are what time it is, you always eat in the car on the way to work, you're eating because other people are eating, you're eating because it's your opening and it's just your, your time that you do this thing. But 
what about your body and what that's telling you? What internal cues are you following? I have two cats that are circling me like sharks right now, and they go and they eat their kibbles whenever they get hungry. They don't eat their kibbles because it's 7 a.m. and that's the time that they eat kibbles, and neither of them have a weight problem. So wait until you get an internal cue from your body that tells you, time for you to eat. If you watch my vlogs, you'll see that that's the way that I go when it comes to when's it time for me to eat. I have a general sort of time frame that I know I'm going to get hungry within and if I'm getting to the end of that time frame and I haven't eaten something, I probably will, but it's this, you know, maybe two-ish hour time frame where I know I'm gonna get a hunger cue within here somewhere and I'm gonna wait until my body sends me that cue. The second thing that I urge you to do is to please carve out a little time for yourself to sit down and to eat. The average American eats their breakfast in under five minutes, whereas in other parts of the world, meals take hours and hours. We are rushing, we are here, we are there, we are everywhere. And the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. So if you rush through your breakfast and you try to get it down as quickly as possible, what else in your life are you rushing through? Days are long, years are short, you're gonna get to the end of your life and say, oh my God, what happened? And also I have 50 extra pounds on me because I've just been going like a crazy person all of this time. Slow down, use what we call the power of the pause. To pause before you're eating and ask yourself, is this action, is this meal aligned with the person that I want to be? Or am I reinforcing a behavioral pattern that I'm really working hard to get rid of? And I know that you are busy. Again, this is not a busy competition for me to say that I'm busier than you or for you to say that you're busier than me. I'm here to help, not to harm. If we say that we can't do something, let's actually replace that with the word, I won't do something. Let's replace that phrase. So if you say, I can't sit down and have breakfast, and you say instead, I won't sit down and have breakfast, ooh, how does that feel energetically for you? Because I'm sure if you could, you would make the time to do it. The reality is that you probably can, but what are your priorities? If you have a lot going on in the morning, I fully understand this. Can you get up a little bit earlier? Can you go to bed a little bit earlier? This is all about how you prioritize your time. And I know that people have kids and they have a lot of people that they have to move around the house in the morning. I fully understand that. Can you get up a little bit earlier and move back the whole morning routine so that now you have 20 extra minutes here because everybody got up a little bit earlier. You got up a little bit earlier. I saw a quote, my dad, healthy dad in his office, he has an index card, uh, in a stack of index cards with the quote of the day. And I was in there and one of the quotes that he had was, negative people have a problem for every solution. So as I present this solution, don't come right back at it with a problem. Allow yourself to be open to maybe this will work for me. I know the easy thing to do in our knee-jerk reaction is to find why it won't work, but let's open ourselves up to the possibility that you can make this shift with your schedule and maybe this will work for you. Hey, also in the morning, make sure that you supplement with your vitamin B12. The only clean, vitamin B12 that I trust, that is all natural, no sugar, no oil, no gross stuff, 100% vegan, is the one that I made because every other one that I was finding online in the health food stores at the vitamin shops was disgusting. So get this one, it's linked in the down bar. You can subscribe and save and get it to your door every month. You don't have to worry about it.
Tip number two, we are heading into lunch and maybe you are having the gut health bowl from the Healthy Bowls cookbook or you're having the lentil soup from the Healthy Soups cookbook or the tomato soup. That's a great lunch soup from the Healthy Soups cookbook. Whatever it is, meditate for one minute before you eat. Per my last email, if you don't have one minute to meditate, you are lying. You have time to watch this video. I said in one of my recent videos, I said, I know that people are gonna say, I don't have time to meditate, I have kids. Well, you had time to write that comment, you could have been meditating. To take one minute, and by the way, meditation does not mean that you have to go off into a quiet corner, sit like a Buddha, put on an eye mask, and have a, a sound bowl going around you. Meditation can look like deep breathing when you're watching a classroom of kids. Meditation can look like slowing down your breath for a minute while you're working at the hospital. Meditation doesn't have to be what you might think of it as. Meditation can be deep breathing, closing your eyes, coming back to center before you put food into your mouth. Meditation does not require that there is silence in the room around you. The reason why I recommend this is because it will get the body into rest and digest. We run around in fight or flight all day long, which is terrible for our digestion and our satiety. When we're running around all day long and we're in fight or flight, blood is actually flowing away from our digestive tract toward our limbs, and we're not gonna digest the food well. When we slow down and we get into rest and digest, you can assimilate the food properly and also you feel more satisfied. If you've ever had the experience where you eat and then you're like, why am I still hungry? Probably because you were in fight or flight, you weren't in rest and digest. Heading into the afternoon slump, the time that your coffee has worn off and now you have your hands in the cookie jar, you're having a little bit of popcorn, you're having some crackers, you're having your kid's goldfish. At this time, you need to have a meal. You need to have a mini meal. I know that we fall into the idea of, oh, well, you know, it's three o'clock, so lunch is over and I have to wait until dinner. So I have to be a good girl. I have to be a good boy and not eat until it's proper meal time. Who says who? Society has made us believe that we can only eat three meals a day, but be a rebel, break free and say, I am not going to abide by external cues for when to eat. I'm going to trust my body's signals. And if I genuinely need food right now, I'm going to eat food. Little teaser for the next cookbook. I posted on my Instagram story. I said, what do you want the next cookbook to be? And the overwhelming response was for healthy snacks. So that is going to be the next cookbook followed by after that is probably going to be healthy kids. So very exciting things to come. But if you need to eat at that time, embrace it, work with it, look at your hunger as a blessing because it's able to communicate with you when it needs more fuel. So now it's dinner time and maybe you're having the chickpea sloppy joes from the Healthy Families cookbook. Maybe you're having a side of the maple mustard roasted Brussels sprouts from the Healthy Veggies cookbook. Maybe you're following it up with a little bit of dessert from the Healthy Desserts cookbook. Whatever it is that you are having, what I need you to do after you have dinner is shut down the kitchen. Turn off the lights, clean everything up, put it away. The kitchen is closed. That's that. If the kitchen remains open, you're back in the kitchen and you're snacking, you're having this and that. You need to draw the line with yourself and close the kitchen. Otherwise, we end up in there for a bonus meal that you're likely not even hungry for, but the kitchen's just open, you're around it, I don't know, I'm just gonna keep eating. After dinner, tip number five is you have to have a post-dinner routine. You have to have a post-meal ritual. 
Otherwise, like I said, you end up eating by default. Eating is the default activity for boredom. So at the end of the day, you need to write down what your evening wind down routine is going to be so that you don't end up in the kitchen mindlessly snacking. And the final tip before you go to bed, write out what you're going to eat the next day for your meals. If you're a Slim on Starch client of mine and you need the accountability, write it in a message to me and to your coaches so that you can stay on top of it and stay accountable. By writing this out for the next day, you are ensuring that your future self has a blueprint to work with and he or she or they doesn't have to wake up the next morning saying, what the heck's today gonna look like? I have no idea. If instead you have a nice agenda and you don't fail to plan, which is planning to fail, you can go into the next day, wake up saying, we got this. I know what meals I'm gonna be having. I'm gonna wait for my body to send me a hunger cue and I'm gonna rock this thing. If you made it to this point of the video, I want to give you a little surprise. I want to give you a discount on any one of my recipe ebooks. So if you use the discount code Healthy Habits at checkout, you can get a discount. You can get 